Warning! If you haven't seen the movie we're about to talk about, you may want to stop this show. Because we're going to ruin the whole damn thing. <laughs> you have killed. And you will kill again. Welcome back to House of Wax. Yes, it has been a while. I haven't done a show in quite a bit. But the thing is, is we're back in full swing. And this show's going through a lot of different transformations. So basically what we've done is we've slapped it down on the ground. We buffed the wood. <laughs> we've sanded, the, sanded it down. Got all the grit and grime off of it. So if you remember, the show started off being kind of a video format of me, myself, and I. All three of us talking about <laughs> my favorite movies. And then it kind of turned into uh, that weird one episode where I tried to make it into a series, uh, like a TV series kind of thing. And that was really, really tough to do, but super, super fun. But here we are. I couldn't think of anything better to do than to bring on a co-host of mine. Happens to be a really good friend, another co-worker of mine. And uh, we keep each other cracked up all the time. And he doesn't have a wealth of knowledge of, of horror. So I thought it'd be neat to kind of bring him on and just try to get another perspective uh, but mainly just because he cracks me up. <laughs> so I want to introduce to everybody, Big D, what's up, Dennis? Not much, man. How's it going? It's going good, man. I'm excited to have you on the show. Oh, man, I'm excited too, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having you. Thanks for having me on. This is your show. <laughs> it's our show. It's our show. It's like I'm doing a show over here. I'm trying to do a show over here. No, I'm trying to do a show over here. But I'm doing it over here too. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we don't get along at all, and uh, that's pretty apparent. But I couldn't think of a better way to start this thing off. And he was like, well, Rick, how can you pick this movie to be the one you kick things off with? Well, because it's Dennis's show. That's why. <laughs> now, it was just a, kind of a natural process for me because I absolutely love this movie. And Big D's never seen this movie before, so I got to introduce him to this classic. So we're going to get to talk about some 1986 Trick or Treat. That's right. Sammy Kerr, back from the dead, shooting lasers out of his guitar. It's going to be awesome. So you guys stick around. We're going to take a little short break. We will be right back. Snoochie boochies. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies, meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com. Or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. 
one of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. All right, everybody, I hope you're ready for another fun episode. Uh, one thing we got that's different on this show that we're going to do, we actually have a man on the street that we've uh, kind of paid to go out and, and uh, kind of do this for us to kind of give you insight that you don't get on any other podcast. And we got a good friend. His name is Louis DeBluey. He's the man on the street, and he's going to go out and cover some horror news, some horror conventions for us. So uh, we're going to go live to him right now. Louis, are you there? Hey, this is uh, Louis DeBluey out here. Yeah, I'm down here at the San Diego Spookapalooza, whatever they call this thing. And uh, yeah, man, you got horror stuff all over the place. If you look around here, it's covered up. They got Frankenstein. They got Dracula. They got that little uh, Charlie doll that's running around everywhere. Yeah, everybody's just loving this place. They've even got a Batman, which I don't really understand that. But uh, there's a lot of people here. A lot of a lot of noise going on. Uh, sir, are you a horror fan? Yeah. All right, back to you guys. Uh, wait, wait, Louie, Louie. Well, he cut off, man. Are you? Did you say we were paying this guy? I, I thought, I thought you were paying him. I'm not paying. I wouldn't pay him anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, hopefully next time around he'll have more information for us. Uh, we'll see. But we got other fish to fry right now. We're gonna jump into, like we said, 1986 trick or treat, and we're gonna go off to the IMDb. And see what it has to say. And this synopsis is. A bullied teenage boy is devastated after the death of his heavy metal idol, Sammy Kerr. Yeah, we all are, right? It's Sammy Kerr, yo. But as Halloween night approaches, he discovers that he may be the only one who can stop Sammy from making a satanic comeback from beyond the grave. Ooh, I'm Sammy Kerr. So, let's talk about who's in this movie. First off, we got Mark Price as Eddie Winebarrow. That's right. Who's that? That's Skippy. Skippy. Family Ties. Family Ties. That's right. The guy would come over and, like, yell out two or three lines and then just run off the screen. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we wrote this movie for Michael J. Fox, but he turned us down. So, let's just get Skippy to do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's a close second. Yeah. And then we got Tony Fields. You know who Tony Fields is? I don't. Well, that's Sammy Kerr, for one thing, but he's playing this iconic rocker in this movie, but in real life, he was a solid gold dancer. (laughs) (laughs) So he would be on solid gold dancing to, you know, Lionel Richie. (laughs) Wow, that's hard to imagine after watching the movie. And it makes sense later on, though. Yeah. Because when he breaks out in song, he gets a little light in the (laughs) loafers sometimes. You know, you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Satanic people don't shimmy like that. (laughs) He is awful light on his feet for being a satanic. <laughs> yeah, it's a good dancer. And then we have Lisa Orgliani as Leslie. So I'm, I'm assuming that's the girlfriend, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Doug Savat, who's the, uh, the the bad guy, the baddie in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Elaine Joyce, who plays the mom. Uh, then and then there's a couple of people you may have heard of. I don't know. Uh, one guy's named I don't know Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard of him. Yep. I think he's a. I think he was a solid go dancer too, right? <laughs> I think he could sing a little bit. Just a little. Oh yeah! <laughs> I think he said that a lot. Yeah. And then you got Ozzy Osbourne in this movie, 
and and this is a period where Ozzy was drying out. <laughs> so you get Ozzy with the short haircut, which was on purpose. They didn't just do it for this movie. He kind of had this short haircut there for a while, and he's playing a priest. So there you go, folks. Take that for what it is. When they re-released this movie years later on DVD, the DVD cover just had Gene Simmons <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne on the cover. Like that was the selling point. They have total, the two of them, maybe, maybe three minutes of screen time. Between them, like that. <laughs> right. total between them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was that was how they promoted this movie. Big mistake, I think. Uh, and we got a whole list of other people that don't matter. The only other one that I know that I wanted to bring up was Large Marge's in this movie, man. <laughs> From Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. <laughs> Tell them Large Marge sent you. So... Uh, you gotta love that, man. So, before we go any further, since we've done the synopsis, here's the trailer for you. Check it out, folks. Wake up, sleepyhead. It's body time! Rock and roll will never die. At least not this Halloween. Inverted raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I did that by playing the record backwards. You're kidding. Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll nightmare. I am a big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut up! You're the bait. The bait is you. This message is meant for me. How can you listen to this stuff? To your stereo. I wanted to know one. Sammy Kerr. His fans won't let him die. He won't let them live. You should be loyal to your hero. Make it turn on you. Treat. Looks like we better check out the party punch. Yeah! All right, D, here we go, man. All right. 1986, Trick or Treat. And this movie came out for me right at the point I was 16 years old, man. And this movie was right in the hype of the satanic panic. Mm. You know, you were on all your, like, TBN and all these channels. They were showing, you don't listen to this music because mm. it's the devil. And the devil come <laughs> out the speakers and each and they literally took that and made a movie out of it. And uh, so the thing that always is a high point for me when I'm watching the movie, when the logo comes up that says De Laurentiis Presents, <laughs> that's a good sign that I think I even said this on Hail Ming. There's a 65% chance you're going to be impressed. <laughs> 45% chance it's going to be a bit sketchy. That's right. You got to remember, this is the same guy that did King Kong Lives. So. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, man, the satanic panic, a big deal. And when this movie starts off, you got Eddie sitting in his bedroom. And he's writing a letter to Sammy. Oh, Sammy, it's just you and me. We're against the world. It's like I'm writing a letter over here. I'm trying to write to my idol. <laughs> Keep it down in there, Mom. Stop washing the clothes. He's going to make everything better for me over here. <laughs> 
So yeah, he's writing a letter to to, to Sammy, and you get this barrage. And the the camera just kind of pans across. It's like an unfinished room. I remember as a teenager, I would have thought that was a cool room. Looks like an attic. It's basically yeah. an attic. <laughs> yeah. Just crap hanging everywhere. Lots of posters, a lot of rock posters and stuff. So this guy's full on metal, man. Yeah. It, well, it matters what you consider metal. His <laughs> album collection was real metal. His posters were more hair metal. Yeah. You know, uh, I did have Kiss on there. I have to say. Yeah. So, so he's writing this letter, and uh, then it cuts to him having trouble at school. While he's writing this letter. He's trying to explain why. You know, Sammy's his buddy and why he depends on him and it gets him through the hard times, which I have to admit, that's what this music was for me when I was a kid, too. Man, this this style of music was nobody understands me. I'm a, I'm a misfit. You know, look at me. I'm a goofy guy. Yeah, it's right? kind of the anthem for the generation. Right, exactly. So, you know, then you get uh, him at school and <laughs> and you get the kids walking by him and they're like messing with his hair. You get the, the, the milk canister, you know, the old milk carton. Remember all the paper mm-hmm. milk cartons? Yep. <laughs> they poked a hole in it so when he turned it up and poured down his shirt so man you know bullying in the 80s <laughs> yeah it was a little different totally different than nowadays yeah. right I mean now you get a guy that calls you a name and everybody goes he's, he's bullying me and back then it's like a dude pulls a switchblade on you <laughs> yeah it's no big deal yeah he's just a that's, bully that's all he did <laughs> See, bad. Right. Bad. Uh, the gooch remember when the gooch used to beat up <laughs> used to beat up Arnold right on a different strokes. Different strokes, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the gooch. So, yeah, man, we, we got the milk thing. We got the mess with the hair. Then it goes to the locker room. When he comes out of the shower, and all the preppies are in there. So it's always going to be the preppies against the rock dude. And the, <laughs> the preppies find one of his cassettes. It's like Mega Lord or whatever's <laughs> on the tape. You know, acid bath or who knows what it is. And they take his tape away from him. They're singing around. And, of course, Eddie's just in a towel now. Skippy's running around in just this towel. <laughs> And they end up tricking him and opening this door, and he's they throw the tape out into this other room. And when Skippy goes, they just pull the towel off of him, and it's right into the gymnasium. Yeah, where a bunch of girls are playing volleyball. Bunch of hotties hitting <laughs> hitting the ball back and forth. And one of them, because it's the 80s, just happened to have a Polaroid camera with them. That's the picture. Because that's just what you did. Now, yeah. now, I was around in that time. People just didn't have cameras at yeah. school. You just didn't. <laughs> it's almost like everybody has their phones with a camera on it now. You just take a picture of whatever comes up. She's right. ready to go. <laughs> so they got a snapshot of him. They got a Polaroid of him and uh, bare, bare cheeked and all. Right? Yeah. So he's super embarrassed. And then it cuts back to him being at home and he's signing his name Ragman, which is what he goes by. I guess that's his tough name, right? And... Uh, he gets up, he goes and he's washing his clothes, and he turns on the TV, and in the background, he's got his headphones on, he's got his Walkman strapped on. Hey, I'm listening to my Walkman over here. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and he sees Sammy on the TV, and it's Sammy like, uh, this is back when the PMRC thing was going on. Remember when they were putting the explicit labels on yeah. the albums and stuff? It's that kind of setting where he's in the courtroom and they're saying, we can't have your kind of music, right. you know, this kind of stuff. We'll let him come back to school to perform. Right. You know, so he's just the ultimate daddy, which, you know, they show clips of him live and he does take like a rattlesnake or something, <laughs> bites the snake in half. <laughs> Makes Ozzy look tame. <laughs> yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, I get it. <laughs> so at this point you're going, all right, Sammy's pretty bad, eh, yeah. man. He's pretty bad, dude. And he makes this statement, we will bring you down. You know, he's all nasty looking in a suit. (laughs) 
party in the front, party in the back, <laughs> party everywhere. Even when I'm in a suit, I'm satanic. That's right. Let me put on my satanic sliding suit. <laughs> Going to court. And you can't stop me. So, uh, you know, they're showing these clips and <laughs> just this freeze frame on his face. It looks like he just smelt somebody dealt a, bit, <laughs> a barn buster in the room. And he's just like, <laughs> And then it shows underneath where he had died and he'd been, he'd been killed in a fire in a hotel. hotel fire. So here we go. You know, Eddie's all upset, man, and he runs back into his room. And this brings up another highlight of this movie that not enough people know about. Now, I'm talking about the soundtrack to this movie. The soundtrack of this movie, I, I bought three cassettes back in the day. I wore mm. this thing out. Yeah. It's a group called Fastway. And I'd never really listened to them before. They're they're kind of a, a mixture. If, if you don't know the history of Fastway, you got Fast Fingers Eddie. Fat, Eddie Fast Fingers or... Whichever it is, <laughs> he was from uh, Motorhead. He was a guitar player in Motorhead, uh, Fast Eddie. And he left, and he got together with a guy named Pete Way, who was a bass player in the UFO or Michael Schenker group, UFO, I believe. So they put this group together and became Fast Way. Uh. The only problem is when it came time to actually record, Pete Way couldn't do it anymore, so they just stuck with the name. There was just no way in the band. But... Uh, very, very uh, kind of a Zeppelinish kind of influence for sure. Great, mm. uh, great lead singer, yeah, singing man. voice, great. Who's now the lead singer in Flogging Molly? Oh, so you know this guy's <laughs> still jumped. doing it, yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, this soundtrack, man, just I love it. I love every song on it. I wore it out, wore it out, wore it out. So if you don't know this movie, that's fine. But at least go buy the soundtrack if you like. 80s early metal kind of stuff uh yeah i can't recommend it enough uh, even my daughter wears it out so it's just one of those you grow up on but yeah you get your first song here eddie's going back in his room and just tearing everything down and there and i'm fine with most of the stuff he's tearing down because some of it's like a raven poster oh who cares about raven right i'm kidding i actually like raven but he he, he pulls down a mylar love gun poster from kiss and this is where I almost have a heart attack because it's actually worth quite yeah. a bit of money. But uh, anyways, uh, maybe Gene just gave him some posters to use. I don't know. But uh, he's tearing everything down, and he goes to tear down the poster of Sammy, and he freezes. Right? Can't do it. Can't do it, man. I can't tear up the hero. I love you, Sammy. I love you, Sammy. <laughs> don't leave me, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> And this cuts to where we go to the radio station where we get to see one Gene Simmons as Nuke. Nuke. Who is dressed up in, I don't know, he's got like 80s Terminator glasses on yeah. and a cowboy hat with lots of pins on it. Looks like a typical 80s DJ, really. Yeah. They were eccentric. Or, or, a, or mixed with a truck driver or something. I don't know. Something weird is going on here. He's pretty low key in this movie. And what's going on is Eddie stopped by, and uh, you know you get the, you get a famous line. If any of you listen to Under My Wheels, another show I had, it would start off with "Wake up, sleepy heads, it's time to party, it's party time." And that came from this movie. It's the Gene Simmons line. But when he breaks away from there, when he gets through, he's playing some background music going on, on the radio. He starts talking to Eddie, and they're talking about the death of Sammy. Eddie's all bummed, and Gene or Nuke has in his possession. An acid tape, which is basically a, a, 
a pre-pressed record. In other words, it's the original copy of the record that they make duplicates off of. It's a lot heavier because you're going to make all these copies off of it. So it's one of a kind. There is no other copy. Unreleased. (laughs) Never been heard. Huge deal. Big money. Big money. (laughs) (laughs) And Gene's plan, I keep saying Gene, I'm sorry, but Nuke's plan is to play this at midnight on Halloween in honor of Sammy because Sammy wanted it that way. (laughs) And uh, what he does is he picks up the record, he throws it into a, a record sleeve and hands it to Eddie. And Eddie's all freaking out. And he's like, I thought you were going to play it at midnight. And he's like, I made a copy. <laughs> so here you go. And he made a copy off on a cassette. So <laughs> Gene Simmons promoting pirating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you pirate Kiss stuff, I'm just going to say this. I'm a big Kiss fan. But if you pirate Kiss stuff, they're coming after you. Gene ain't going to be happy. Man. Yeah. But Nuke, Nuke can copy a one-of-a-kind one album <laughs> on a Memorex. <laughs> and have this baby ready to roll and everything's cool mm-hmm. right so we do actually have a copy going on here we have a copy on a cassette that, that Nuke is going to play at midnight and he gives Eddie the record he takes it home and it's his prized possession and he goes home and jerks it <laughs> <laughs> pretty much but you get to the school and uh the Ragman's best friend, Roger, who looks like one of the Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super nerd, man. And uh, then there's Leslie, which is the girlfriend, the interest that he has that's in this movie. Now, she kind of makes a face. When he comes out bare butt, you know, he gets thrown out there <laughs> like a naked beaver yeah. in front of everybody. She feels bad. She kind of feels bad. It's kind of funny at first. And then she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of mean. <laughs> they shouldn't do that. Don't be mean to the Ragman. Don't be mean. He's over there, and I'm over here. He just lost his idol. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she comes back, and she kind of gives him the Polaroid in the the cassette and says, you know, she she apologizes for the way people are acting. And we're having a pool party tonight. Guess what, D? We got invited to a pool party. All right. At the school. At the school, because that's just what you do, I guess. It's 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 okay. Come on back to the school at night and have a pool party. So let's talk about this for a second. So if you're a, a metalhead and this preppy girl invites you to a pool party, would yeah. you be suspicious? Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I get picked on all the time by the preppy jocks, and yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I'd show my face there. Yeah, because you know she's kind of tied into that bunch, anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he says, "Okay, yeah." So you know, Dean, what do you wear if you go to a pool party? Wear a bathing suit. No, man. You wear an army jacket. <laughs> backpack. A backpack. Some chucks. That's how you go swimming, That's right. man. That's how the ragman does it. <laughs> so he shows up in his finest swimming attire. <laughs> and it's an indoor pool. Like I said, they got a gym bean bottle that's propped the door open. So that way you have a way in. And uh, they walk in there. You got music blasting. You got some naked chicks out here in the water flopping around. Yeah. Uh, it's the 80s, folks. That's what right. can I say? You know, they, we knew how to party. Nudity. That's right. <laughs> got to have it. You got, you know, people over here making out. And then Tim, which is our bad guy, the prep, yeah. he sees Eddie and he's like, What are you doing in here, man? What are you doing? Just couldn't wait to get on him. Yeah. Tells him he has to leave. And, uh,. <laughs> You got ears, dildo? <laughs> <laughs> Could be the best line in a movie. Yeah, hey, possibly. can you hear me? You got ears, dildo? <laughs> uh, 
And then the, the, there's several of the, of the preps. They grab Eddie, and they're like fussing around with him. One of them sneaks like a weight in the back of his backpack, yeah. right? <laughs> Something real heavy. And then they push him off in the pool, and he just sinks right to the bottom. And he stays under there a long yeah, time, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't think I can hold my breath that long. And he's fighting with his backpack, and he's just on the ground. He's like, right? Then all of a sudden, he sees a vision. It's an angel. <laughs> to the rescue. She comes jumping in. She jumps down to the bottom of the pool and basically just stands him up because they're in the shallow yeah. end of the pool. <laughs> yeah. So... All he had to do was stand up and take a breath. He would have yeah. been fine. So that just made it even worse, right? Because now everybody's <laughs> really laughing at him. But yeah, man, how embarrassing. Right? Yeah, it would have been awful. So he gets mad. He runs out. She's chasing after saying, hey, look, I didn't know it was going to be this way. He gets mad at her. <laughs> he Man. walks away, and he's squeaking the whole time. Yeah, she was a <laughs> Squeaky chucks. Squeaky chucks. You got some more of them squeaky chucks? <laughs> Let's get some squeaky chucks. Hey, man. Next time a pool I'm party. Mom, can you buy me some squeaky chucks? Mom, all the cool kids have squeaky chucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And at that point, Eddie swears revenge. I'm going to get them all. I'm going to nail all those guys. Nail them all. Nail them all. Which ties into this story for sure. Yes. At this point, we get this weird dream sequence. Yeah. Right? Back at home. He goes back home. He puts the record on, slaps the needle down, drifts off to sleep, and I don't know, man. It's like there's a house on fire. Mm -hmm. Sammy Kerr is like sitting on the floor and flames coming up around him. You got <laughs> a visit from Sammy through dreams. That's right. You got a backwards message just being played, yeah. right? You got the, yeah. the words that's going on there. And like I said, Sammy's sitting in the fire, and you got a dude that's on fire, and you got this goth chick over here dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to the backwards music. Yeah. It's really bizarre, man. You're the bait. <laughs> the bait <laughs> is you. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed wakes up, and uh, the album is stuck. Right, so the the thing he's hearing in his head when he's dreaming this thing actually is the record just kind of going backwards, yeah. and it spins the album record backwards, and then he starts getting messages out of it. Right, mm -hmm. so Sammy's like communicating to him through the record. Ooh, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he thinks he hears something, and that's what it tells him. Right, it says the beat is you, the beat is you. Right, so he goes back to school the next day. And uh, this, I said, this scene plays out like a heavy metal Ferris Bueller. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a, kind of that 80s montage thing of, you know, you see him walk out in the hallway and he takes like a mop bucket and puts it right mm -hmm. in a certain spot. Setting it up. A chair here, mm -hmm. right? So he runs in there to the lunchroom, kind of where the, the, the beginning of the movie where he goes in and he has the milk dumped on him. And he walks up to Tim and basically just takes his plate and just throws it back on him. on him. And then <laughs> all the goons, all the preps get up and start chasing him. Yep. And it is, man. It's like, it was like a Ferris Bueller episode. Yep. Uh, let's say they, they got the... Loser gets a little bit of revenge. Right? So you got mop bucket dude. <laughs> you know? You got the slick place in the floor. Dude just slides right out. Yep. <laughs> out past the steps like, whoa! Right? <laughs> You got that thing, and you got the, the chase in the library, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because they're in a full-speed chase to get this guy. But they're trying like, to be quiet. They're fast-walking <laughs> and trying to be quiet. I'm reading a book over here. Hey, what are you guys doing fast-walking in the library? Yeah, you got to walk slow in the library. And you get in the music room, and then uh, they get past the music room, and then they see a door that's kind of closing. So they've lost sight of Eddie, but they see this door is closing. 
So one of them grabs a fire extinguisher, <laughs> and they say, one, two, three, open the door, and he starts spraying, and it's the teacher's lounge. Teacher's lounge. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. You might get grounded on that. Yeah. <laughs> teachers weren't happy about that. So there you go. And he gets a little bit of revenge because he took some hints off a record. So he's feeling all happy now because he's kind of gotten away with it. He finally got to him a little bit. But back home, Eddie tries to show show Roger, watch, Roger, watch, man. Listen, you hear the message? And Roger's like, what does he say? He says, uh, mm, it's, uh, I give it a six. It's yeah. heavy. It's got a good beat or something <laughs> like that. But Roger ain't buying it. And he's like, I what, just, is, what does Roger know? Yeah, he's exactly. A, he's a Revenge of the Nerds guy. And then later on, when Roger's gone, then Eddie starts talking to the record player, right? Mm. Now the record is stopping. And it starts moving on its own. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but this is probably where I'd be like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. When, when It's one thing to take your finger and spin it backwards. Mm. But when it starts moving on its own. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Time to hit the road. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't want no part of that. So at this point, Sammy starts laying out the plan. The plan. What's the plan? The plan. You have a plan? <laughs> What's the plan? <laughs> and he says... Nail them all. Nail them all. Remember? So he's out, he's talking to Sammy, and Sammy tells him, six, six, crush. Metal <laughs> machines. Six, six, crush. So you're like, okay, what does that mean? Then it flashes to school, and lo and behold, Eddie walks by a door, and what's up above the door? The door number is six, six. Six, six. <laughs> so just like any normal person would do, <laughs> he walks into an empty uh, metal shop, <laughs> Sits at a desk, throws on his uh, his Walkman. I think at this point, has he made a copy of the of the record yet? Yeah, I think he's got it. He's got it. He's listening to his it. Walkman. Right. So yeah, he's sitting there. He breaks out his lunch. He's got a Twinkie, <laughs> <laughs> and he's eating his lunch. And all of a sudden, there's two goons, man. It's Tim and one of his henchmen wearing ties. <laughs> uh, but they said they were having to do some like uh, extra. Extra work around the yeah, school, janitorial right? Janitorial work. Janitorial work because yeah. they got in trouble. And, and they're not happy about it. Not happy one bit. They're so mad that they wore ties. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> you mean to tell me you did janitorial work and you wore those ties? Yeah, <laughs> you got to dress up nice to get a good job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go clean the bathroom. I think I'll wear this tie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one wearing a tie in a janitorial job. That's right. I want the bathroom to look spiffy while I look spiffy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim walks up, grabs the desk that, that Eddie's in, and he flips the desk over, and they start trying to beat up the ragman at this point. And uh, I, I said that Cobra Kai, I called him Cobra Kai, because yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks like Johnny. Yeah, so Cobra Kai must really be strong, because he, <laughs> he's <laughs> throwing those wrenches when he gets yeah. Eddie against the wall, and he's throwing those great big wrenches yeah. at him. And so Eddie's bleeding from the nose now, because he kind of smashed his face a little bit. And then when he when when Tim or Cobra Kai starts walking towards him, one of the metal machines comes on, a lathe comes on right beside him. Yeah. And that stupid tie yeah. <laughs> gets wrapped up in the thing and it pulls his head down there and all of a sudden this big metal spike starts going right towards his eye. Slowly but surely. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And for a minute I thought we was gonna get some Italian horror movie stuff <laughs> yeah. here, because that's Sigur. that's usually their thing, man. You know, he's yelling at this point his other buddy that's wearing the other tie <laughs> is trying to get to him and then a grinder comes on and it's just throwing sparks over and it's keeping him from getting yep. to, to Tim over there on the machine. 
And then all of a sudden he just says, throw it, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> and then Eddie reaches up to one of the junk, junction boxes, turns the power off. <laughs> and I love this part, man. Because dude gets his tie out and he stands up and he can't already talk. He's like, this isn't over. This isn't over. This isn't over, man. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get you. Aren't you scared now? <laughs> I'm choking over here. <laughs> I can't breathe right now. But when I'm going to get you. <laughs> you just wait till this strangulation straightens out. I won't wear this tie next time. <laughs> bad choice. Bad decision on my part. Yes, I must admit, the tie was a bad choice. <laughs> uh, so, and at this point, this is where we flash back home. And this is where the mom comes in the bedroom. She's yeah. bringing some more. They are the most clothes-washing family <laughs> yeah. I have ever seen, man. There's two people living in this house. <laughs> How many scenes were they washing clothes in that movie? It was like every scene. <laughs> yeah. Man, either either their washer really sucks. <laughs> or they wear a lot of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they change clothes every 30 minutes. Several times a day. So the mom walks in the room, and she's getting a little worried about her son because she's just, you know, he's a loner. He's, you know, he's one of those that could go to school and kill a whole bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> you never know about and, the rag man. And she goes over there and starts looking through his albums and all of his poster work. And she pulls out like a Megadeth album and some Impaler and all. I mean, this is probably the coolest thing metal wise in the movie because they start putting out all these old albums, and you're, we're talking real old school metal here. Who, I mean, who? yeah, so it's pretty cool to see that stuff. When she's in there, all of a sudden the stereo just comes on by itself, yeah. really loud, <laughs> almost like the video for "Come On Feel the Noise" by Quiet yeah. Riot when the stereo keeps growing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's how she was feeling. So she was freaking out. She was scared. And then when she finally gets it to stop, Eddie's standing there. He's like, well, what are you doing in my room? Mm. I was just putting up your clothes. <laughs> I'm washing your clothes over here. I'm just trying to keep you in clean clothes. You wear 20 outfits a day. <laughs> uh, you're getting smelly over here. <laughs> Don't change your clothes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so, so far, Eddie's feeling good about all this. But this is where he screws up, man, because he breaks out the... <gasps> Black candles, yeah, and he likes the black candles. <laughs> throws the album on, throws a cassette in the cassette machine, and it does a fast copy real fast, right. and it just spits it out. Remember, you used to mm. do that like fast record yeah. thing on cassettes yeah. back in the day. That's kind of what he did, but the record did it himself. Yeah. He threw a cassette in there, and this thing just went. Sammy did it for him. Sammy did it. It's, <laughs> I recorded that at Sammy speed. Sammy speed. <laughs> <laughs> Is it member Rex or is it Sammy Speed? <laughs> Sammy Speed is always better. <laughs> uh, so why are we making this cassette? Well, we don't really know yet, but it's going to pay off for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> the next day at, at school, Eddie leaves a message in this cassette for Cobra Kai. Yeah. It's a peace offering. Hey, let's let's chill out. Everything's cool. Let's, I don't want anybody to get hurt. Breathe yada, yada. Right. I mean, I about choked you to death, but hey, I'm being the bigger man here. Yeah. You know, here's some hard metal. Go go, go jam out. Yes. <laughs> Everything's going to be cool now. Yeah. If you'll just listen to this, if you'll listen to some Wasp, you'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be friends now. <laughs> go buy you a big metal cod piece, throw some, some paint your hair, devil horns. Everything can be cool, man. That's right. We'll change clothes 20 times a day. <laughs> it's all good. My mom will wash all of our laundry. My mom will wash all your clothes. 
Uh, this movie sponsored by Tide. <laughs> <laughs> Not Tide Pods, kids. That's right. So, Eddie's got a new attitude. And you know how you can tell he's got an attitude? Because he's got a zebra headband right. on. <laughs> he's a new man. When you're rocking the zebra skin. <laughs> you know you're a new man. That's right. you got a new attitude. <laughs> I got a new attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Tim and his girlfriend. Parking. Uh, little parking session. <laughs> yeah. Which, this is probably the scene probably most people talk about. Yeah. Uh, so... Dude's, you know, in the car trying to get on with this chick. I think he has to go to the bathroom. Yep. So he gets up to get out of the car, and his girlfriend finds the cassette. And she gets bored in that, you know, long amount of time it takes to He go must have really had to go. Weak bladder for sure. Yeah. If that's why he had and, to go. And he also, like, went, like, a mile away to do it. <laughs> Maybe he just needed the room. I thought he was never going to stop walking to find a place to go. <laughs> I'm like, where is he going? <laughs> So uh, he's off doing his thing, whatever it is, and uh, she pulls out the Walkman, slaps in the cassette, throws the headphones on, and then while the music is playing, it's almost like a green mist is floating over, and clothes start coming off. Yeah, green mist is trying to take over Tim's job. Hey, why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently getting he further than Tim, yeah. And in the process... You're like, wow, this is pretty neat. And then the brawl comes up, and you're like, well, I'm not really that impressed. No, <laughs> not a whole lot to talk about. Right, there. right. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, they had to find somebody willing to be naked in this movie. <laughs> but uh, what's cool about it is she's feeling things. Yeah. <laughs> things are happening with nothing there. So she's reacting. Headphones still on. She's still blasting out to some t- Sammy Kerr. And... In the middle of all this, when something's obviously humping her, <laughs> uh, she looks up, and it looks like a baby dragon. <laughs> Makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, what would be doing this? De Laurentiis, what can we put here to be scared? I don't know, baby dragon? <laughs> Fits right in with the whole scheme of the movie. Yeah, I've got an extra dragon, the little baby dragon we use for another movie. Let's just throw that in there. Put a real long tongue on it. We'll call it Gene Simmons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, this creature is just, you know, going to town. <laughs> she screams, and then we cut away to, to Tim running back to the car. And when he gets to the car, her clothes are all off. I'm sure he's wondering what's happening here. But her, her head is smoking. <laughs> <laughs> On both sides. Now, you know a girl had a good time when her head is smoking. <laughs> but uh, he goes to pull the headphones off. And this is pretty cool because it's like it has melted her ears. Yeah. It's all nasty. <laughs> they pull the headphone away and you saw this goop just kind of falling out. No, oh, it's nasty. Yeah, very much so. Don't listen to metal, kids. That's what it does to you. Melt ba- your ears. That's right. It'll melt your ears and baby dragons start humping. Yeah. And then we go to back at Eddie's house. He's just kind of chilling. And his mom's in here exercising. She's doing the, the Jane Fonda workout. <laughs> Got the leg warmers on the whole bit, man. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, mid eighties, man. Yeah. We were rocking it. She's exercising and watching TV, and <laughs> this is where you have Ozzy as the preacher on TV. Reverend Aaron Gilstrom. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. You picked up his name. Yeah. <laughs> and what can you say? It's Ozzy. He's talking like Ozzy. Yeah. I'm a reverend. It was. It was. Crazy to see Ozzy talking like that. <laughs> and 
He's talking about suggestive licks in, in heavy metal songs. Mm. So he's dooming the metal world, which is you know, <laughs> totally ironic. Yeah. This is the guy that bites bats heads off. And uh, he holds up an album cover, which is called Do It Like a Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally has a cartoon figure, like two dogs killing <laughs> yeah. on the cover. You think we're making this up? We're not. No. <laughs> That's real. That's what's it's in there. the movie. Just to see Ozzy talking about going against metal and rock music, is, it's almost worth it just to see that little part, just to watch the movie alone. It's fantastic. And so at this point, while she's exercising watching Ozzy talk about bad songs, this is where Ed's sitting in his room and he hears something outside. <laughs> and it's Tim. It's Cobra Kai out yeah. here. And he's he's upset, man. He knows he knows that the tape that Ragman gave him has caused all the trouble for his girl. Yeah, he don't really know what he's he's just, you know, chick's in the hospital, she's naked, has no ears. <laughs> and Ed uses the force when he walks out there, because he's like, I'm gonna get you, Widebauer. And he just does his hand and these flames, there's jack-o'-lanterns he's Yeah, because yeah, this is right at Halloween. Mm-hmm. The flames pop up out of the car out of the out of the jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. Cobra Kai jumps in his car. Which is the ultimate preppy car at the time? Yeah, the old one built Cutlass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had one of those in '84, <laughs> and my wife, I think she had one as well. So that was that was man, those were the cars. Oh, I loved mine. Yeah, and uh, that was in the mid '90s. <laughs> and Tim just tells him, "You just stay away, stay away from me, white man." <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, the guns are going. Yeah, you was going to come kick my butt. Then I made these flames jump mm-hmm. out of these jack o' lanterns. Now you're like. Uh, now Eddie has full control of the dark magic. That's right. So Cobra Kai has finally realized, you know, dude's done choked me out. Yeah. Shooting flames out of a jack-o'-lantern. Shooting flames out of a jack-o'-lantern. Burnt my girlfriend's ears off. <laughs> it may be time to call it a day. Let's leave the ragman alone. Should have just taken his peace offering. So Ed goes back in the house, goes over to the record and says, hey, what happened? And again, he's like, Remember what we said? Don't nail them all, nail man. Them nail all. them all. And he starts laughing, and this is when Eddie starts getting scared. He's yeah. like, wait a minute. I don't want no part of this. Yeah, he's decided he didn't want to hurt anybody. And Sammy says, no whips, no false metal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sammy was not having it. No. He says, well, we're just getting going, man. And Ed says, it's over. And Sammy says, Leslie. Leslie. Uh-oh. Now he's hitting on Ragman's girl. That's, that's yeah. That's that's yeah. Cut it out, man. Right, man ain't having it. No, 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 man. Don't mess with her. She's innocent. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's the only one that was nice to him. That's the only one that even cared. Yeah, you know, you she, protect her. She saved him from three foot of water. <laughs> that's right. Stood him <laughs> up <laughs> with them sneaky chucks, <laughs> squeaky chucks, <Sorry>. squeaky chucks, <laughs> them squeaky chucks. But. uh this is when the mom knocks on the door, right? Yeah. Who are you talking to in there? Oh, <laughs> uh, nobody. M- myself. And then Sammy's voice on the record starts sounding like Eddie saying, Mom, come in here. <laughs> no, Mom, no, come in here. <laughs> I'm telling you. Come in here, please, Mom. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Because he's like, let her in. We'll nail her, too. <laughs> Man, Sammy ain't playing. Uh, he wants to take everybody out. Right. So, <laughs> Even Mama. Th- and this, this is what's cool about this movie. Because right now... This is pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah. Because from beyond the grave, making things real. happen, Sammy ain't playing. That's when Ed runs outside and goes, Mama, don't, just don't come in here. 
Stay out. I'm fine. Go do the laundry or something. Go, yeah, go, make, go do some more laundry. I think we need some towels. <laughs> Bring me some aspirin and some soup. That's what he yeah, does. that's exactly what yeah, I need some aspirin and some soup. She wouldn't leave without him asking for something, so he just came up with a couple of things off Are the Are your socks clean, son? <laughs> just need some aspirin and some soup. <laughs> I'm about to do a load of laundry. Oh, and this is like the the the, the video for uh, "Come on, feel the noise" because Eddie goes over and tries to unplug the stereo, and it just blows him across the room. Yes. And now we got problems. Mm-hmm, so now, Sammy's decided he's gonna manifest. That's right. I'm coming out of here, right? <laughs> yeah. So he crawls out, <laughs> and, and this is pretty cool stuff because you're starting to get. This is when they start using latex for a lot of things. So you get. You know, the, the screens on front of the speakers and stuff, you start seeing like a face coming out yeah, of it and yeah. hands pressing up against it. So some pretty cool effects here. Yeah, you got electricity definitely. running everywhere. You got veins popping up mm-hmm. on the speaker cabinets. Yeah, it was actually a pretty cool scene. I think it's still cool too. Man. Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden it gets real quiet and then bang, there Sammy's standing there, there man. There he is. In his, in his high heel boots and everything. With his roasted face. Roasted. And all. <laughs> yeah, he's still burnt from, you know, when he died Hotel in the fire. fire. It's funny <laughs> that when you're dead and you come back, you look like you did when you were dying. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're a me- if you're a heavy metal god, I guess you do. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you gotta look the part. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should have told Vader that. <laughs> yeah. Sammy comes out of the stereo. I don't know what Tells I mean, Eddie but. that he needs to be loyal to his hero. Oh yeah. That's right. Because they can turn on you. That's right. <laughs> Ooh. And then the TV comes on when he's standing there. Yeah. And it's Ozzy again. Yeah. The preacher comes on. <laughs> These people have got to be stopped. Yeah. And then Sammy takes that long fingernail. He's got like one really long fingernail. Yeah. And pinky. It's his coke fingernail. It's his coke fingernail. <laughs> painted jet black. Yeah. And he reaches across the TV screen and does his hand across it. And you see the TV screen start like messing up. Yeah. You hear Ozzy go, ah! It's like he killed Ozzy through the TV, man. Through a recorded show. How bad can you be when you do that? Freddie can't do that crap. Mm -mm. Jason can't do that crap. Michael Myers don't even know what a TV is. Sammy can do it. Sammy can do it. (laughs) So if you walk away from from this show today, that's the that's the saying. That's the motto of this show. Sammy can do it. Sammy can. Sammy can. (laughs) The Sammy can man. The Sammy can. (laughs) (laughs) Who can do it? Sammy Sammy <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when he says, be loyal to your heroes because they can turn on you. And then he just disappears. And then mom, mom brings the soup. And Ed's in there just <laughs> taking a Louisville slugger to the stereo. Yeah. And uh, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, your stereo. <laughs> hey, I wanted a new one. Yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten a beating. Yeah. No if that was me, man. That baseball bat. I definitely been. wouldn't have got a new stereo. <laughs> This is where everything's happening, right? So now we got Sammy on the loose who can jump in and out from reality, jump back into a light socket or whatever he wants to, mm-hmm. I guess. And Any, they don't, anything with electricity. Anything with electricity. He can, he can manifest through it. Right, which is kind of like another movie that I feel like kind of ripped this movie off. I don't know if you ever saw Shocker or not. No. We'll no. have to cover it. Right. But it's kind of the same deal. Duke can go through electronics and stuff. But this but this was first before yep. that. Right? Yep. This is a... This is the first one I can remember where this kind of thing was happening. And uh, so, so the next morning, exactly. Rip off. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they, uh, next morning, Eddie calls Roger and is like, dude, <laughs> here's what I need you to do, right? 
Yeah, because Eddie got grounded. <laughs> oh, you can't go. You can't go out. That's right. Go to the he's, he's grounded. <laughs> and then remember, when he calls Roger, Roger puts him on hold. Yeah. <laughs> so Tech Savvy Raj is showing up. Hey, I got call Eddie. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Never mind that crap. We got problems. <laughs> so what he's wanting Roger to do? He's wanting him to go to Cobra Kai's house, break into the old cutlass. And get that cassette out of there. Out of the wall. Because we know that that's just going to lead to more bad things, right? Mm-hmm. So, he, <laughs> how about Roger breaking into that car? Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? Yes. <laughs> he goes up there. He's sneaking up. He's got his hood on. He's, and he takes it. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. He's got a coat hanger, right? He's reaching down to the door, going to unlock it. And then he looks and realizes that the door it's is unlocked. unlocked the whole time. What are you doing over there? You can't even break into an unlocked car. Just open the door. <laughs> I'm opening the car over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, he's working all that time on it and then realizes it's open. So he just opens the door. Then he shuts it after he gets the cassette. And then you think, uh-oh, he left the coat hanger. But actually, then he walks away and he comes back <laughs> yeah, and gets it. Back and, gets and then he gets on that high-speed motorbike, <laughs> that, that motorized moped that he's yeah. got. Oh man, it's it's so hilarious because I knew people that had those. <laughs> so ridiculous. And so he he tells Roger to get the tape and then destroy it, get rid of it. Don't do anything with it. Just get rid of it, right? You think Roger did that? Ooh. No, man. The story would be over if yeah, that happened, yeah. right? They gotta have. He's gotta have the music playing to be able to. That's right. Go to the dance. And- so what we didn't say is when when the rag man was destroying the stereo. He busted the record up too. Yeah. So the record's gone. Yep. The tape is the only thing they have. The tape's the only thing that they that they got out there, right? So he gets Roger to go get it. Roger go gets it. Okay. Whew, safe, right? Yeah. We're safe. Well, Roger decides. Hmm. What's so important on this cassette? Let's so see let's, let's let's see what's on here. He calls Roger back. You know, or Roger calls Eddie and says, "Yeah, man, I got it. It's it's destroyed. It's gone." Okay. All right. And so Roger didn't destroy. He lied to him. Puts it in a cassette player, and guess what? Here's Sammy. <laughs> Sammy pops out, and uh, he tells Roger he's got a job for him as well. Yep. And this is where Large Marge pops up on the TV. <laughs> 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 and she's saying something. And that, this is my favorite part of the whole movie, man. <laughs> he literally reaches in the TV, grabs her around the neck, and pulls her out of the TV, and she's burnt like, like, like a burnt hot dog. And he drops her on the ground, and she's just ashes. She <laughs> falls to pieces everywhere, man. How's he going to get that cleaned up before his mom and dad get home? You pull out the Kirby. <laughs> you pull out the Hoover. Got to have that Hoover. <laughs> the only thing you're going to be able to clean up the ashes from Large uh, Marge with. I had a buddy that had an old green, I think it was a Kirby or whatever. Man, it might have been a Hoover. But he called it the Green Man Alicia with the two-pronged <laughs> crown, which is old priest song, you know, or old, actually old Meat, uh, Fleetwood Mac song, Meatwood Flack. <laughs> you like Meatwood Flack? <laughs> Come on out and listen to some Meatwood Flack. <laughs> bring your squeak, bring your squeaky shoes, your squeaky chucks, and listen to some Meatwood Flack. Hey, I'm singing over here. <laughs> Let me sing my song. <laughs> so, so we got large Marge all over the floor. <laughs> and you do get a scene where it cuts back and <laughs> Roger's vacuuming away, man. <laughs> trying, to, trying to clean her up. It's all over the place, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> what Sammy asked Roger to do, 
is take the cassette to the school for the Halloween dance. Yes. I want you to play this tape for me. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So, you know, we was talking earlier about they banned Sammy from ever playing in the school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Here's his chance. Even mm-hmm. after death, he still wants to play at the school. He wants to play at his old alma mater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, he shows up at the party. Roger's got the cassette. And he goes to play it in, 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 in the system that they got there, which is, I don't know, it's almost like an old Radio Shack. Ray Tech or whatever they had back then. <laughs> Piece of crap. Yeah. I think they literally would play it and just put a microphone in front of it and then that would come out of the main PA. <laughs> it was that bad. So when Roger's getting the tape ready, then Leslie shows up and she's dressed like a genie. Yeah. Which not bad. No, not bad. Gonna have to give it a golf golf yeah. clap for that. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Golf clap. Very shy. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> And she's like, hey, where's Eddie? Well, because she knows Eddie's in trouble. Eddie's at home, and he's got to hand out candy for trick-or-treaters. And his mom's got a date. And she's all, I mean, she's dressed like Madonna. Yeah. I mean, she's all madonna out. Mm-hmm. Got the, the lace gloves, the whole thing. <laughs> and her date comes in. A little bitty dude with glasses dressed like Rambo. <laughs> little skinny arms. Yeah. No hair, you know. Yeah. Hi. Still got the, the uh, bandana, bandana on. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, when Leslie calls Eddie just to check on stuff, and then Ed hears the music over yeah. the phone. What's that playing? Something. Yeah, I don't know. Something he put in. That's right. Uh-oh. Guess what? Here it's home. Sammy. So Ed's like, I got to get out of here. So he goes to run out, and there's a bunch of trick-or-treaters. <laughs> right he just takes the whole bucket and just dumps in that girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I hit the mother load. <laughs> like, I'm done for the night. I'm going home. <laughs> So at the high school party, we go to it. Uh, well, Ed's getting in the car, and then the cassette comes on, and then he's gotten in the car, and the, the car starts driving backwards and stuff, trying to keep him from getting to the school. That's a crazy scene. Yeah, too, that was man. pretty cool. So you kind of got this maximum overdrive thing happening here. Yeah. Where now you got cars driving backwards and running over stuff, mm-hmm. and anything to keep him from getting there. The car just. Drives at high speeds and then it kind of runs off of that pier. Yeah, on the bridge it's out. Car gets hung on the bridge and Ed gets out just in time. Takes off sprinting. Takes off running, man. (laughs) There's a scene too when he's going down through there. It's going like in reverse, whatever, and it just like goes under a semi truck (laughs) and it like rips the whole top (laughs) off the car. I expect to see you know uh, uh, Buford T. Justice (laughs) pop up and go, "You (laughs) sambong." It looked like something straight out of smoking the bandit. <laughs> so bomb. You scum bomb. <laughs> Ain't no way. No way you come from my loins. <laughs> I'm going home and punch Sam in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take care of this. He's going home, boy. <laughs> oh, so it's a packed house at the school, man. They're partying and uh then they they're going to, they're wanting to stop the music because they got a live band that's going to play. Yeah. So they literally have to go over and like pull uh, Roger away from the system because he knows that if he don't, he's going to die. Sammy's not going to be happy with him. But the band the band gets up on the stage and they're like, you can tell these are just like local kids. Yeah. They're, they're trying to do the the zebra print stuff. And <laughs> they got a couple of wristbands with some spikes on it, right? And the one guy goes to tune his guitar over here. He's, he's messing with his amp. And all of a sudden, Sammy's arm comes out <laughs> yeah. of the speaker. 
Out of the amp. I mean, yeah. how, much, how much more metal can you get yeah, that's, that's than be killed by your own guitar amp? Top notch, man. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden there's an explosion. Then all of a sudden the guitar goes flying up the air, and all of a sudden this big hand with a long black fingernail <laughs> full of coke <laughs> grabs the guitar and brings it down and straddles it on. And now he's ready to rock out, man. And he rocks the house. And so. Oh man! Sammy's up here, and man, he's getting the crowd into it. He's banging on his leg, getting everybody yeah, to clap yeah. along. Then he breaks off into a song, which is actually fast way singing again. And this is where you kind of see the solid gold stuff start happening. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he starts doing these spins and these dives and these he's leather doing, pants. He's doing it, man. It's like, dude, you know this. <laughs> this is a rock star. Yeah, are you are you Sammy Kerr or are you Gregory Hines? <laughs> You know, <laughs> the perfect mixture of the two. <laughs> it's Sammy Hines. <laughs> but he's rocking the house, and everybody's like really getting into it. And they even get the one girl says, He's even better than the real Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> so, just a note for all you metal fans out there if you die and you come back, you're actually better than the original, than you were when you were alive. That's right. So, that that's something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta die. At least you get to come back better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's better than the real Sammy. <laughs> and he gets to and he's up there rocking out and he gets to the guitar solo. <laughs> and he starts doing these things where he like hitting these licks and he'll do his guitar and then a laser shoot out of it. <laughs> and it'll hit somebody and they just like disappear. <laughs> so he's like dropping people in the crowd, man. It's almost like the scene from Carrie when everybody's running and she's like burning everybody up, except <laughs> except it's guitar lasers. <laughs> what about the guy that was dressed up as Humpty? <laughs> That's the best, man. I mean, of all the people, Humpty Dumpty sitting up there on the rail. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Took Humpty Dumpty out, man. <laughs> oh, man. There's no way he was going to be put back together. <laughs> I probably laughed harder at that than I did at any point. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, Sammy jumps up on a basketball goal. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out. Why? <laughs> Just because he could, man. I mean, you've been shooting people with these lasers at your guitar. Now you want to climb on top of a basket? Is it just because you always wanted to do that? Yeah, he always wanted to do it. He, he wasn't that big of a deal in high school I guess either. not. But he gets up there and does an arrow fled, man. He finds a, <laughs> finds a rope to swing on. I'm like... <laughs> Did y'all just decide to throw this in the movie for no reason? So you got people running everywhere, and you and you got Sammy Earl Flynn swinging on a rope. <laughs> yeah. uh, folks, yes, we're Everybody making fun running. of this. We're making fun of this, but really, it's awesome. It is an awesome movie. Man. I'd, I'd watch it again right now. Uh, and then you got the, Leslie's in the bathroom changing clothes. And then Tim shows up. Yep, here comes Cobra him. Kai comes in. He's drunk. <laughs> His girlfriend has no ears. She's been, you know, molested by He's Baby Dragon. He's lonely. He's drunk. He starts he making the moves on Leslie. And uh, that didn't go over too well. Mm. And Ed and Roger, they're out front. And they meet up. And then it says, they got to go shut off the electricity. It's the only way we can stop it. Uh, <laughs> and the they go inside. They find the tape. Tears up the tape. So we think, okay. We got that done. That's not going to happen anymore. Then Ed sees Tim in the hallway. And at the other end, you know, Tim's in the hallway coming at Ed. He's going to throw down. It's going to be another fight, right? Yeah. The final fight. <laughs> and then back behind him, all of a sudden, you see like a burst of energy. Some lights come on. So you know Sammy's down Sammy. there. And even Ed at this time is going, look, man, 
Trust me. Just come on. Yeah, just, just don't, don't do don't, this, man. Yeah. I'm trying to help you now. Right. Yeah. This ain't about revenge anymore. <laughs> I'm standing down here. I'm trying to be a decent human being over here. Just come on. <laughs> the past is the past. I won't choke you. <laughs> you don't even have a tie on. <laughs> uh, and then Sam, Sammy comes and grabs Tim. Not the best of deaths here. <laughs> It's pretty lame, I have yeah. to admit. This is a pretty lame death, but we're still playing with the whole electricity theme here. Mm. Sammy basically picks him up by his neck and licks his fingertips, <laughs> or he licks that cocaine yeah. fingernail, sticks it in a plug-in, yeah. and fries Tim in the process. Between the cocaine and the electricity, yeah. Tim, Tim just, never had a chance, Tim just man. didn't have a chance. Cobra Kai is down for the count. <laughs> <laughs> you lose again. Sorry, Johnny. So now you got our other people running away from there. Leslie and, and Ed are trying to get away. Ed finds Leslie, and Sammy's chasing after him. <laughs> and he comes out of the announcement speaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those old 1950 speakers they had up in the school that been there, been there since they built the school. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> He'll use anything to manifest. He don't yeah, exactly. And then Roger shows up, opens opens the circuit box. <laughs> he wants to be the hero. <laughs> and he wants to be the hero. Takes an axe, <laughs> blows the circuit, blows him back. He's kind of fried, but you he's think, all right. You think he's gone, but he's not. He's going to live. You think Roger's out, but he's he's pulling a he's pulling a a, a fakie on us. He's, he's playing made, possum. He made a comeback. Yeah, because they're talking about oh, he's always such a good friend. <laughs> I can't hear you. My ears are ringing. <laughs> oh, thank God Roger's okay. <laughs> now, out front, you got the cops interviewing everybody. <laughs> I love this, man, because they're like, it was what? It was Sammy Kerr. Who? Sammy Kerr. Did he die last week did, in a hotel he, fire? Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> and listen, it help help Roger outside. And then some dude goes, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You just said it was Sammy Kerr. How do you know that that's the guy? <laughs> so here we go. Poor Eddie just came to save the day and he's getting fingered <laughs> yeah. as the bad guy. I'm just helping my friend that just got fried here. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Then you get the Keystone cops chasing him, right? <laughs> they start chasing him. Oh, man. It all seems good except for one thing because now we've gotten rid of the tape. we got rid of the album. And the car, the tape is still with the car. You, but there's one problem. The midnight playing yep. at the radio Bouncing station, in. and it's auto programmed, so it means it's going to start on its own. Yep. So they decide we've got to get to the radio station and stop that. Destroy the last one. You think Sammy's going to let that happen? Heck no. No way. <laughs> that happens. Sammy is done for sure. That's right. So, <clears throat> and when they're walking through the town, I noticed. On the marquee of the theater, there's Lunch of the Dead. <laughs> That's the name of the movie they're showing. So I'm kind of interested in seeing that. Yeah. I'd like I to see, see Lunch of the Dead. I want to see what that's about. Oh. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> then, you got, then you got them running from the cops, and they're just running from yard to yard, hiding mm-hmm. behind trees, and just randomly... Sammy will jump out of a window because <laughs> radio stations are coming on in the yeah, houses automatically. Yeah, and tuning in. So not only can Sammy jump out when music's being played, but apparently he can control the radio himself and get it on the station number so he can jump as out. As long as the tape that's not being played yet is in existence. 
Jones. I guess so, man. <laughs> it's, it's getting pretty it make, deep. It makes sense. <laughs> I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the part when the uh, when Sammy comes out and the cop stops and he sees her oh. on the road and the cop tases him? That's next, man. Yeah, because he sees the kids and they run by, by. Sammy pops up and the cop goes to tase him. Oh, that's the best. I love that part. Yeah. So he gets tased. He's, he's tasing Sammy. And then all of a sudden, Sammy just makes the energy go back to him. And then just does a quick shot back. And there's just a pair of smoking boots there. It's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smoking boots. You can't hurt Sammy with electricity. That's right. He is electricity. If he wore some squeaky chucks, see? Then he would have been grounded. He would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> All comes back to the squeaky chucks. Oh, man. Classic. So during the, during the smoking boots, we go to Ed's house again because I don't know why we always end up going back to Ed's because the plan was to go stop him, right? Yeah. But anyways, we go to Ed's house and guess what? Radio comes on. Channel changes, and then uh, he, he you keep thinking he's going to pop up to the house, and they keep stopping it. But he's they're bashing in every stereo, man. And then they don't know it, but there's a radio playing that they can't hear, and it's in the shower. Yeah, those old '80s radios that used to hang in your shower. They're look, aren't they looking for the keys to his mom's car? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah, and uh, so during this whole process, they go in the in the bathroom. And there you go. The radio's there. It's just hanging there. Speaker's been blown. It's smoking. Mm. And then Sammy shows up outside the bathroom. So I don't know how he made that jump. (laughs) But they shut the door between them and Sammy. And this is a cool scene, man. When he puts his hands on the door, it's like it's kind of like the Jedi's in Star Wars Episode One. They're going back and forth when when they kind of do the thing through the through the big metal door with their swords, right? Yeah, With, with the lightsabers. Sammy just puts his hands on the door, and two burnt handprints start coming through the door. Yeah, he burns cool. his way through, then the door just goes, poof! That's yeah. good effects for 86. Pretty good, man. <laughs> so anyways, he comes in the bathroom. So if you're made out of electricity, what do you think is your number one foe? Gotta be water. Gotta be water. It's gotta be water. Right. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> How do we get water on Sammy? This is where the where the writers of the story probably had to really think hard. Yeah. We're in a bathroom. Now we could use the sink. No, no, the sink's too easy. Bathtub, Bathtub, shower. Mm. Mm, A little inconvenient because how do you get him in there? I know. How about the toilet? The toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way. Let's have Sammy trip because he's wearing, you know, Motley Crue style boots over something and stick his hand in the toilet. Should have had them squeaky chucks (laughs) on. Should have had them squeaky chucks. He would have had this problem. But yeah, he sticks his arm in there and you can see him. <laughs> Take him down by a toilet. <laughs> Take him down by a toilet. And then when he starts thinking like he's gonna pull back out, Leslie flushes it again. And pulls him right down in it. Right. So they get out of there, man. They cut a trail, leave him in there in the toilet. <laughs> and then uh, Ed tries to hotwire the Pinto station wagon. <laughs> Because that's the greatest getaway car you can get oh, in, right? Oh, no doubt. Uh, and Sammy comes on the radio, and Ed jumps out, and the car goes down the street backwards. <laughs> A lot of backwards driving. In <laughs> it's <there>. crazy. <laughs> and then this is when Ed goes back to the smoking boots, and Ragman jumps in the cop car <laughs> and takes the cop car, almost gets hit by the pinto coming back the <laughs> other direction. Just driving itself in reverse <laughs> around the block. They get in the cop car. They drive to the radio station. And they get in there. And it looks like a scene out of Poltergeist when everything just floats. Yeah. 
things are blowing up. Makes total sense. Yeah, you know, because he's controlling the radio yeah. station. All Sammy, all day. 24 hour Sammy. Sammy. W C U R R. W Kerr. W Kerr. So this is when Eddie comes up with the brilliant plan of how we're going to stop this. I want you to stand out here in the middle of this field, count to 100, because <laughs> that always works. Yeah. And I'm going to drive away in the cop car. That's your plan? <laughs> Make sure you hit 100, though. Right. Don't. You go. Yeah. And slow. Ed's driving the cop car, going as fast as he can, turns on the radio, and he starts yelling at Sammy, trying to get him to yeah. come in the cop car, taunting him. Mm-hmm. So now he's bullying Sammy. Yeah, bullying Sammy. So the, the bullied becomes the bullier. Yeah, becomes that's right. the bully. <laughs> the bully. And he hurts Sammy's feelings. Sammy pops up and he ends up in the back seat He's of the car. The He's in the cage, so he can't get to him. So being that we found out that water is the weakness, right? Yeah. Where do you think we're going to drive to where there was a lot of water earlier? It's probably where maybe, the car was. Maybe back to that bridge. That broken out bridge, right? Yeah. So that's the plan, right? So we're going to drive and hopefully we're going to get out of the car in time and the car is going to go over the ledge, right? So, Or you could just stay in it. And get out when you get land in the water. You could, right? So during this time, when she gets to a hundred, Leslie runs into the radio <laughs> station, breaks the the cassette, breaks all the equipment in there. So now Sammy's trapped in the back of that car, mm-hmm. and we're headed towards Waterville. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ed calls him a poser. <laughs> That's the breaking point for Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you poser! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. You don't call Sammy Kerr a poser. Absolutely, man. I mean, biting snakes' heads off and stuff. Yeah, call him a poser. That's just he's the, the worst, furthest man. thing from a poser, man. And the car goes over the bridge into the water, and like I said, Leslie destroys the tape, and then you see Ed swimming up out of the water. Yeah. Woohoo! Yep. We did it. Got him. <laughs> uh, and then he gets back in the studio. Him and Leslie start kissing. And that's the end of the that's movie. It. That's, that's it, it, man. It really did. That's all it took. It was just driving into the river off the broken, the destroyed bridge, and Sammy Kerr's no more. Who would have known that if he just carried a five-gallon bucket of water and said, Hey, Sammy! He <laughs> 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 could have taken care of the problem a long time man, ago. you had the power to go home all alone. Right. Just click your heels three times. <laughs> and throw a five-gallon bucket of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Click your sneaky chucks together, <laughs> squeaky chucks together, <laughs> three times, and throw this bucket of water on Sammy Kerr. <laughs> sneaky chucks, sneaky chucks. <laughs> All right, so I love this movie, man. Always have, always will. It came out at the right point. D, give give me your your thoughts on this movie, man. Well, honestly, when I saw the trailer for it, I thought eh, it might be all right, but. When I watched it, it was awesome. I mean, there's so many parts in it that just stick out after you've watched it that you remember. And I've watched it probably, I've watched it two more times since then. (laughs) I mean, and I'll watch it, I'll watch it some more. I mean, it's a, it's an awesome movie. It really is. That's cool, man. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we did this movie. So I got to see it. I thought it was a good starting point because this is the age where horror was becoming fun. You know, it wasn't necessarily about totally scaring you. You know, it was about making it more entertaining. Yeah. And a lot of my favorite horror movies are from this time period. So 
we'll be covering movies like Reanimator and other stuff, which have a dark humor to them. Yeah. And they're just entertaining and mm-hmm. not necessarily scary, but still have a gross out factor yeah. or something like that. Or a little, you know, bit, little bit of humor. Yeah. Mixed in. And, and, this is just one of those that, to me, it just works. Yeah. Now, there's other movies that try to do the satanic panic thing that are not near right. as good. We'll get to those, too, <laughs> and we'll have fun talking about those for sure. But uh, I'm glad you like this one, man, because I think uh, it's just one of those that is really kind of underappreciated. Yeah, definitely. I think we've kind of seen this idea ripped off in other stuff. Like I said, uh, we'll talk about uh, Shocker later on. Yeah. It's a different kind of story but the idea is almost kind of the same yeah so and folks i'm going to tell you right now we've got something here that no other podcast have so uh big d and i we went to some yard sales walked around picked up some furniture but we also found an old record player sitting right here sitting right here beside us and on that record player was a melted together acetate of the lost Sammy Kerr album. Folks, we have Sammy Kerr in the house who's going to be with us on every episode and he's going to tell us what he thinks about these movies because I'm sure in the electronic world he's already seen these too. So Sammy, if you will, what do you think about this movie that uh, bashed your career, that just totally ruined your career? Nail them all, remember? Revenge. Remember? That's kind of what I expected you to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, just uh, don't don't threaten our families, and we'll get along just fine. Yep. Uh, one thing about it, and we learned from this movie, Sammy, we're not going to light any black candles. Uh, we're not going to sacrifice any goats, anything like that. Um, and we'll probably never hook you up to a cassette recorder. <laughs> um, and we'll always keep a five-gallon bucket of water handy. Absolutely. Don't press your luck, Sam. <laughs> we will douse you. We will douse you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm having a blast. I'm glad to be with my buddy Big D here, and I hope you're having a good time. Oh, uh, this has been awesome, man. Cool, man. So fun. All right, so join us next episode. We're going to tackle a franchise. So here we are, first episode, and out of this, we've got the cojones, right? we got the cojones. We're going to tackle... Uh, a franchise, and we're going to start with none other than Nightmare on M Street. So the next episode will be episode one or, ep- or the first movie, Nightmare on M Street, and then we're just going to work our way all the way through the series. We may even tie in, who knows, Jason versus Freddy at the end of it, yeah, just cool. for kicks, right? Uh, maybe even the remake. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we'll kind of play this by ear, but I thought that'd be a good way to get us through a franchise, talk about movies that everybody really loves. And just kind of get us really rolling on some stuff. But if you do have recommendations of movies that you'd like for me and Big D to take care of, throw them out there on the Facebook page. Uh, House of Wax, of course. Uh, You can send messages to me uh, or, like I said, right there on the page. We'd be glad to tackle them for you. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Man, Big D, glad you're with me, man. I'm happy to be here, man. It's been amazing. More fun than I ever thought it would be. (laughs) It's going to get better. Awesome. I'm ready, man. We just getting started. I am ready. We got our, our squeaky our squeaky chucks on. Yeah, I I'm I got my squeaky chucks on, man. I'm I'm never gonna trade them in for anything. <laughs> Till then folks, keep doing your laundry. Adios. Bye.